Hello and welcome back to Tanja's Talk. And this week we have my dear friend Elisa, Fudge and Mamina. They're all mothers to two children. They've all had babies during the pandemic. Um, so without further ado, let's get started. Hello, Hello guys. Hi. Hi. Um, so let's start off with Fudge. How was um, your experience in terms of um, you know, having a baby during the pandemic and just kind of getting on with normal life. Well, so I kind of planned my third trimester to be, um, so I was working, so I planned to have a lot of time off so I can spend time with my older child. But obviously suddenly March came and I've got another couple of months left and the pandemic hit. And kind of, it was quite stressful in the sense of appointments were being cancelled health visitors are doing voice calls and video calls and then a lot of people are telling me oh my gosh have you seen the news the you know the rates are increasing don't go outside don't go for walks but then I had really bad back pains and sciatica so obviously I needed to go for walks and I couldn't so it's quite hard and then you know you had people sending me links of oh have you heard this what's on the news and this read this article and it really stressed me out and I actually did for like oh my gosh what's happening and then all these rules about when you go to hospital you can only have one person there and they can't stay with you during the birth and that really kind of stressed me out but actually I had the baby and I had the most amazing team at um, the hospital the midwife was amazing and my husband was there and so I think it was people stressing me out more about when you're in the situation you actually it's not too bad okay so you feel like you had more kind of love care and attention from the healthcare staff in a way they yeah, were they were fantastic I mean just how they were the mm. first time round. um yeah this time around they were just as just as good if not even better because they knew obviously what the stresses were and and I kind of ex- expressed myself and said look I feel really anxious I don't know, you know, yeah, it's my second time round, but obviously I don't know what's happening. And yeah, they were just amazing. And my husband was then, yeah. It's just, so you got to have your husband during the whole birth? Mm, well, in the beginning, no, because you have to be in active labour. So I think I went to the hospital first. So I remember going up the escalators and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be alone. I'm going to cry. How many centimetres am I? they checked me over and I wasn't fully in labor so then I had to go for a scan because I had some um issues with the baby kind of she turned last minute but then and yeah so luckily they done some pressings and they drained my bladder and suddenly I'm eight centimeters and they're like bring your husband up and then we went into the birth center and then she was born so yeah I kind of it was really short I was in hospital for like I think like a couple of hours when she was born so literally, it didn't feel oh. like too bad. And I think, obviously, if I went through a longer period of going into active labour, then he wouldn't have been around. But because it was kind of like, I went upstairs, and within the hour, I had to go into labour. So he was all right. So I didn't feel too alone, because while I was there, I was with a midwife the whole time. And she was kind of talking oh, to me, holding nice. my hand, rubbing my back. And yeah, and my husband was there. And within like an hour, she was born. So I was quite lucky in that sense. But obviously, I don't know. If someone had a longer birth, then yeah, perhaps um, it would have been They'd be a load longer. Yeah, it would be more stressful. Yeah. Um, Mo, how was it? How was your um, giving birth in the pandemic experience? I don't. Do you know what? Um, my one, it didn't feel as the only thing was um, obviously 
I was only allowed one person in the room. Yeah. Throughout the whole thing in it. So um yeah, I just kept my mum then. It was everyone was the same as the first time. So yeah. they all it was pretty much the same. It was just obviously I just had that one person and it was my mum. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh that's good then. That's yeah, good I had to have my mum man. I can't I mean yeah, it would have my mum as well. Yeah, it's just mums they just they're just more helpful. I yeah, yeah. But yeah, and um <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing because um first time as well, I just had that one person which was my mum. So it didn't feel any different to me because I think it was like right at the beginning, in it, just yeah. before the lockdown happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it, it wasn't, wasn't as strict. Yeah, it was yes. just uh, as soon as he was born, though, obviously the lockdown and then being stuck at home, being stuck at home by myself. Yeah, <laughs> that was the um, thing. The labour part was completely fine. It's but the after, after that, it sucked. Oh, sorry about that. Our topic today is about. Would you let your child go on a sleepover? Um, so we've had a in our group, and like we went, on, we went into so many different subjects. Um, so we'll start off with um, Fudge letting your child on a sleepover. Um, so personally, I know everyone's kind of differs, but with me, I'm happy for my kids to have sleepovers in my parents' house. So with my oldest, because I was working um, and also I was pregnant, so I kind of had <coughs> travel back and forth. So she used to have a lot of sleepovers around my parents' house. And I think for me, that was all right because it's a safe place that she's been from birth and she's really close to my family so my brother's really helped out so towards the end of my pregnancy when kind of I found it quite difficult she um spent a lot of time there and she still does actually even um even this weekend so after a while she's actually gone to stay over and she's always saying it's fine mommy I can stay over and yeah she's happy to so I'm fine with that um yeah staying around my parents but she's not gone for anywhere else would you allow her to go and sleep over say when she's older in school um to oh, friends houses oh I don't know about that one that's a bit of a tricky one I think I need to really know the family and I don't know actually I probably would say no to that I don't okay. think I'll be comfortable yeah no um we've just had Tia join us hi Tia hello hi so she's another mother of two I said she's got one boy one girl and um, she also had a baby in the pandemic also. So our topic is um, on, would you let your child go in a sleepover? And we all had discussions about this and we kind of went off on a tangent. <laughs> yeah. So Fudge is saying she doesn't mind her parents, but she wouldn't let um, Naila or Leah go on sleepovers to friends' houses at school. Okay, yeah. Um, what about you, Tia? No, definitely a no from me. Like, no. I couldn't do it. I just, you hear horror stories, I couldn't do it. Um, what about you, Els? I know you, what you're going to say. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no I, I, I feel the same way, really. Um, I, I'm not really comfortable with it. I'd, I'd allow my daughters to go and stay just maybe at my own parents' house or my in-laws. And that's about it, really. I, I wouldn't really want to send them anywhere else other than that. Um, but it, it's funny because personally, when I was younger, I used to always beg my parents to let me go and stay. Same. Yeah. And, stuff and they used to say no um but yeah now being a parent I think I understand you know it's just there's all sorts of things that just go through your head and you just want to make sure your children are safe at all times 
um yeah it's crazy how you realize now as parents why your parents did that yeah well. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think all of us have the same fears yeah and um all of us as kids none of us were allowed to go and sleepovers <laughs> no <laughs> never yes no. none of us were allowed I remember like as a child I'd be so jealous because I'd see all the other kids going on sleepovers and I'd be like oh why am I not allowed for I even started reading a book called the sleepover club <laughs> just to understand how sleepovers work <laughs> Oh. now obviously now I look back as well and I'm like oh actually no I'm glad I didn't go sleepovers because even I had a conversation with my mom and she was like yeah now you know why yeah. like because we were worried but because we're young and we didn't understand about you know kind of molest- molestation paedophilia obviously we're so young we don't understand it mm-hmm. but I think also what I told my mom is I would rather you have told me because if I understood maybe I would have like you know understood a lot more and it's like open communication. Like we we were all discussing how we kind of tell our children, like make sure if anyone touches your private parts, it's not a, it's a no go area. Like we've had open conversations of our kids, um, like and we all got into that subject of having that fear. Is that fear that do you guys all have the same fear? And in terms of what kind of precautions have you guys taken? Yeah, definitely. So sorry, but um, with my with Nyla, yeah, definitely we've had that talk. And especially now that she's at nursery as well, so we kind of talk about what private parts are, what should stay covered, um, who's allowed, obviously she knows that no one's allowed to touch her and kind of see her undressed and so on. So yeah, I think it's definitely like our fears and instilling that from a young age, like you said, they'll understand more and they realize why we're doing what we're doing. And especially when, obviously, when you know your own family, so you know who is a safe place, you know who's coming in, who's coming out, you know what they do on a day-to-day basis, but someone else's house, you don't know, and who's coming in, or even who's going out, where they're going to take them, so yeah, so definitely, I think it's a good topic to speak to when they're younger, so they understand from this age. I think with me, um, my son's quite delayed in, uh, he was quite... So it's only like yes, last year he, he just only started talking and now he doesn't stop talking. <laughs> so um <laughs> and potty training is still in progress with us because of the delay <laughs> um is so hard. Trust me, boys are lazy. Um, yes, they are. <laughs> so for me to tell him, like it's very hard for us for us to tell him not who can touch him and who can't because he still gets his nappy changed in nursery. So like but he's he's very picky on who can change him. And I prefer that over anybody can change him, you know, change him. He, I mean, he kicks up a fuss when he's at home. He doesn't want to get changed because he's just that lazy. <laughs> but um, other than that, I think once he gets to a stage where he understands, I think definitely I'll be having that conversation with him. But right now I'm just like, he's not even out of nappies. I can't, I can't say anything to him because he'll be like, but, but, you know, this, teacher changes my nappy so yeah it's confusing yeah it's very yeah it's mm-hmm. quite confusing um have you guys had conversations Elden and I with your children yeah um for for me my daughter beat me to it to be honest because <laughs> her cartoon had already taught her these things oh, that's before so good. I had the conversation but um yeah she's she I, I think with the with cartoons although a lot of people see them as um, like not watching too much is not really good but I think um, I've, I've noticed that my daughter and like uh, loads of my um, friends kids and stuff and even nieces nephews and I've just noticed that they pick up so much it's stuff true, like nowadays, right. 
filled with so much information. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was one thing that my daughter picked up from one of the cartoons she watched where um, they were teaching them how you shouldn't ever let anybody touch your um, private parts or, you know, what private parts are and stuff. And and yeah, I, th- I think when I had the conversation, she already knew most of it. So it was, yeah, yeah. it was a, a lot easier for her to understand. But yeah, I just made sure that, you know, yeah, she understood and she knew what was wrong and what's okay. And yeah, so... Um, what yeah. about you, Mo? Um, yeah, I've, I've, I have started telling him about, you know, private keeping things covered. Uh, he, he is a little bit slow. Yeah, um, yeah but, boys are slow. And, yeah, boys. as Elle said, isn't it? Um, cartoon. You know how everyone's like, yeah. Yeah. They shouldn't watch. But I've noticed he watches a lot of um, kind of like educational stuff, like, you know, what you yeah. eat, you yeah. know. The alphabets. He's always watching those stuff. I feel like that helps a lot. You know, they yeah, say habits are so bad, but it helps. And now recently, yeah. he's also watched one of the ones where it talks about you know, no one should touch your private part. So as well as me telling him, he's also watching it. So he hmm. does sometimes say to me, "Oh, I can't, see, I can't see it." I was like, "Obviously, I'm your mummy. I can, <laughs> I can see it because I need to, you know, change you and clean you." But then he's. Yeah, so he is learning through me as well as the tablet or you know cartoon. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I am I, trying to get there. Hopefully. So, um, but at least he's kind of acknowledging it and understanding and saying like he's seen the cartoon, so it will get through to him. Like I feel yeah. like as kids, we just got stranger danger. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> it. that's it. Do you guys remember yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So have you guys heard about? Obviously, we're we're the same age. The James Bolger case, that little boy. Yeah. 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 And they're kind of talking about it now, and I think that was one of the things that made my parents really scared after. Yeah. Like super paranoid. Yeah. Like no one would leave their kids because it was kind of on. People would talk about back in the day, like they'd leave the doors open, and it was safe. I think that's when things started changing, and um, that's when the Millie Dowling um, case happened, and then the two girls with the caretaker. So all those stories yeah. were happening. I think Remember? Millie Dowling and that happened when we were pretty much in school, weren't we? Like yeah, primary school coming on to secondary. Did they get really strict with you guys at school? Like, oh, it has to be your parent that picks you up, and yeah, yeah. it became yeah. a lot more strict and school things like that. School was definitely strict. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like it changed a lot. Like from when it's our generation to like the generations before, I don't think it was such a thing that they kind of thought about or knew about. And then in our generation, I feel like they became a lot more scared, like our parents. Or you know, we all have Arabic teachers and things like that. Yeah, like I, I, I remember. I think it's just when these cases came to light, it was yeah. everyone just sort of started understanding what was happening a bit more clearly because before that it was, um, although there, I'm sure there was still loads of cases happening, similar sort of cases happening, mm. people weren't so aware of it, where mm. it just blew up in the media and everything and, you know, they, it just really scared everyone. Yeah. Um, I think with my parents, I, I, I just remember growing up, um, us riding our bikes, going out after lunch and coming home just before Maghrib. Like, literally, it was... That's, I think that's how it was. And we didn't have a that fear of something bad will happen to us until something did happen and it was on the news. Yeah. But, we, yeah. I mean, we just had that carefree childhood until, you know, something bad happens. But, yeah. Um, yeah. What about you, Fudge? Do you, guys, do you remember those cases and 
parents kind of becoming more strict yeah I remember I think my parents were always quite strict because I grew up and my my grandparents used to live with us as well so they were always like um you know wary of kind of things so when we used to go to school they used to always tell us like you know don't do this if you go this way you know don't talk to strangers so yeah I think they were always quite wary actually from younger age because um, they used to tell me stories about what happened to kids when in Bangladesh and you know so that kind of always made me oh they're quite open then yeah I think it was more yeah. because I had my grandparents and my grandma like as you know times she's so straight up so she'll tell you like all these yeah going to deep abuse and what can, what people can do to you. they always say like they do bad things to you and they hurt you and they hurt your family and stuff like that so I was always quite fearful so um yeah and I remember like you know they used to tell us like who'd come and pick us up that day so we were always quite um in prepared that makes sense yeah and prepared so yeah. I knew like it was gonna be my grandparents or my parents to come pick us up and yeah so I was yeah but I remember all the fears yeah. and all, kind of the school being really strict and if anyone was kind of late five minutes picking you up they'd take you to the school office and yeah just there and you know and I think that was quite good in the sense that it made you feel safe because you knew like no one's going to come and take you so our next topic is about since we're all kids from the 80s and the 90s all of us are like 30 31 we all grew, we're like probably the last generation of kids that grew up without social media um so like how was your childhood like guys like growing up it was the best for me man I know Same. I thought that I, I couldn't yeah I thought yeah. that yeah. <laughs> you know, kids these days man yeah. they're missing out <laughs> All they do is like <laughs> phone, tablet. <laughs> yeah. I used to literally climb trees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like over the top, but yeah. Climb trees for yeah, fun. All the time, just outside playing, hurting ourselves, like, you know, falling over. Just yeah. Doing, yeah. doing children free things that children do. Is, it was fun. But then I think do you guys all have marks on your knees. Oh my god, just about to say that I've got scars to prove. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently that means you have a good childhood. Yes. I don't, but I still had a good childhood. My elbows, my knees, I got scars. Oh, my elbows, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Ada will sometimes point out my knees and be like, oh look, oh and I'm like <laughs> I don't care. I, I had a good time. But yeah, um, yeah so let like, we were always out enjoying ourselves, being in nature, being in the park. And did you feel like everything was more surprising? Like, you know, when the first time you did something, it was like, wow. Whereas now you don't have that surprise element. I think because we grew up. I think that's because we've grown up as well. (laughs) 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 But but have you you realised that we're trying to recreate this with our own kids? And they're just looking at us like, like, for real. All of us, all of us are like. I think all of us here, we always try. We're kind of like little kids inside. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we, we all like to create um memories. Um, do you guys remember what the first time like we had MSN high five? <laughs> high five! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Those the days. That was my first social I'm... media. Like you know, first time. Do you remember our slideshow? We had a slideshow for college people. We <laughs> <laughs> need transitions and zooms into your face and then goes to the next slide. <laughs> and remember, you know, when you go on someone's high five page, you can put a song on. And I remember I had 
some song and it was like some dirty song I read and I didn't even know what it meant and Emily <laughs> and I said funky do you know what that means I was like no and it, I, think, I can't remember what it was called and then I remember thinking no I just like the song and then when I listened to it I was like yo I did to change it <laughs> do you remember on MSN you can actually play what you're listening to I used to always put the coolest song on so people would see what I'm listening to <laughs> <laughs> and remember, you I remember. can see it with different fonts yeah. and different um, letters and colors. That and is the one. <laughs> we we come home from college. I remember all of us would just sit on MSN straight away. Yeah, well, like we saw each other <laughs> in college, and we still go home and sit on MSN. <laughs> and sometimes I'd have a computer monitor. So I remember I'd be there yeah. at the night, just talking to everyone till night. Oh my god, I didn't have a laptop but, until yeah. I was what 20 <laughs> i had a computer monitor in my room yeah i had them big I... computers <laughs> yeah same the big computers same I, and then do you remember did any of you guys have myspace or Bebo? oh yeah i had yeah, i had my <laughs> you could give a love a day on bieber only one love <laughs> i remember i had two of my friends passwords so i used to make sure i log into their one quickly and give the heart to myself <laughs> 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 That's so funny. Oh, oh God. <laughs> we're quite sad. Yeah, you guys were. And then, and yeah, I didn't do any of this so. <laughs> then, 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 then we, you know, then it was the Blackberry, wasn't it? After oh, the MSN. See, I didn't get into the Blackberry. BB I went straight to iPhone. Oh, fancy. I, know, I missed out. Guys, <laughs> I missed out iPhone came mm. out when we were in. Co- I remember we were like just finished co- like end of, end yeah. of college, so we we're like seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. And I remember like I had a media class, and they were like, "Oh, you know, iPhone's gonna come out." That time, iPod was quite big. I'll, and they were like, "It's got news, it's got multimedia." And we were like, "Yeah, we're not interested. Yeah, we're not into that." <laughs> <laughs> we're like, "No, we'd rather keep our phone and our, you know, our music separate. We're not into that." Oh my and then, <laughs> music. Did you remember who who had the MP3 or was it MP3? Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah I was thinking oh about God. that. I would and look for the Argos catalogue so I can find one with 200 gigabytes so I can put loads of songs in it. Or was it megabytes? Seven <laughs> gigabytes, megabytes. So I can put like 100 songs in it. <laughs> and downloading the song was a mission. Yeah, that was... <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. You had to use all these sites. And... I didn't even understand it. Oh, my God, and yeah. I'm... I had the same songs I, all the time because I didn't know how to download it properly. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. And then the iPod came out and then I remember um, I was like, so happy I couldn't have an iPod. It was so, oh man, I miss those days. Yeah, I, I, I still think iPods are amazing. I think they're so good. Yeah, I'm, I'm still an Apple fan. Yeah. I think I've got an iPod somewhere in my drawer. Yeah. yeah, I kept my first iPod. I kept it just for memory. So I'm like, you never know. It might yeah, you never know. You never One day know. it's worth a lot of money. <laughs> oh, God, sell on my husband. <laughs> and then after iPhone came out, I remember, you know, when iPhone would log onto your Facebook yeah. and then people would do checking oh, in God. from the iPhone on, just to show off they've got an iPhone. <laughs> The locations, yeah. Oh my gosh. Because you're saying logged in by iPhone. And then I think that's the thing with um, iPhone was it was very fashionable. Yeah. So that's when it's kind of started. All of the, I think Instagram started and none of us were really on. All of us got onto Instagram really late, I, I think. Yeah. 
yeah we all got into it really late because we were such facebook fans we were very much on yeah. facebook yeah, yeah. Wow. now it's just now it's kind of full of the older generation like yeah. I, when i go in it it's not it's like full of our i parents. know i just i just have it for <laughs> like i have my school teacher on there man look at mr townsend <laughs> That's a you know mold. Yeah, I, I have school a few teachers on there, so no, I yeah. have a few school teachers as well that I found on Facebook. Yeah, like, you know, like primary school teachers. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Facebook was uh, good for a while, and then it just got really boring, and then everyone went to Instagram. Like, everyone always goes on to the next mm. thing. Yeah, so went to Instagram, and then I think some of us have Snapchat. I don't think Fudge has Snapchat. Oh, um, late with that. Yeah. Snapchat was good when it first came out because it was so different with the 24 hours jewelry and yeah. if someone print screens it, you can delete it and things like that. And then Instagram and kind of Facebook, everything adopted that mm. idea. Yeah. With the Insta story and everything like that. Mm. Um, how do you guys find Instagram in general? Do you guys like Instagram? Do you guys? I think I think it's, it has it? its perks, especially for small businesses. It's it, it's really good of spreading an awareness and. I feel like Facebook yeah. is so big that Instagram is like a little snippet of Facebook where there's like a smaller community, but I don't know, I can't explain, but you get, the word gets around I kinda know what on you Instagram mean. than it, was, it, it would do on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you mean. And you know Facebook, you'd upload albums, whereas Instagram is like, you can upload that one yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and then what do you guys, do you guys, any of you guys joined, I think Elsa's joined TikTok um, recently. Um, yeah. Any of you, any of you others on TikTok? I have TikTok. I don't put anything on TikTok. <laughs> I just watch it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, same. I, mean, I like, got it. Yeah, you know when the lockdown <laughs> happened, just to keep me entertained. Yeah, so it wasn't same. To post I did the same. <laughs> now it's just I randomly just. Yeah, yeah it. I really like TikTok. I just use my younger sister. I like the one. dances <laughs> and the songs on it. Like you can dance to the songs. Like in your room or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Are you letting your secrets out? <laughs> um, in terms of like, what is the first thing you guys want to do when, if we do come out of lockdown and everything opens, like not like holiday, but in terms of in London, like in the UK, what would you want to do? Like for me, I want to go cinemas. Oh yeah. <laughs> <For me, I'm> <laughs> I miss going to restaurants and just I having just a nice meal. Oh my god, else. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's nice to see that everyone's just sort of doing like all the marriage couples. You're seeing them with um doing date nights <laughs> at home and stuff, and you know everyone's learning to cook now and and bake. Oh my god, what's yeah. date yeah, night? Do, really my date night is me cooking for my husband. <laughs> it's no date night. <laughs> That's every night. The only thing I needed to bake was the banana yeah. cake. I think everyone's gone went crazy on for a little while with banana cake. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, and, and the milk cake. <laughs> I still oh, no, haven't had one yet. I don't think it's that great. Have everyone tasted it? It's not that so great. <laughs> Maybe you can just have the one, but then it's after that you're like, eh. all right, no more, please. <laughs> yeah, milk cake, baking. Um, like we've all had like. I feel like we're all kind of done with quarantine and lockdown ideas, but at least the weather's picking yeah. up so we can at least go out yeah. and do things like that. I oh, want to go yeah. fruit picking and like... I want to go to the park. I literally want to go on something scary 
just to like get, <laughs> stop thinking about the COVID. live life but yeah at least we've all got plans to do things and like you know like um they have um top golf and you know outdoor golf yeah things like that's gonna open up farms are gonna open up so at least we'll have things to do and not just stay at home yeah we can have outings that's so true i, like I can't wait to see other babies yeah. oh my god like, yeah and i'll have like play dates with other kids with <laughs> my poor children are so bored i've seen each other oh uh, it'll, be, it'll, be so, it'll be so great if we all did like a little group thing and just all the kids the got park, together because with my older one I used to go to children's centres literally I used to live in children's centres with her every single day we literally used to do mm. group story time yeah, really. so I think definitely yeah, that's one thing I actually really missed because with this baby um, I didn't get a chance to do things like baby massage and yoga that I did with my first so yeah, yeah. definitely looking forward to um, going on play groups and soft play centres definitely Oh, swimming. swimming. Oh my gosh. Everything. Yeah. Oh, I miss swimming so much. Me too. I think I forgot I how to swim. I think me and Elle were meant to go swimming and then it never happened. Lockdown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you guys live near each other? Um, Me and Elle, we live about 15, I'll say about 15, 20 minutes away from each other. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you guys live near each other? Yeah. You guys can go South End for the day. Yeah, South End's further down but yeah uh we definitely yeah we live quite close but um i'm thinking to do like a big barbecue meet up in Milton Keynes when you guys all come yeah yeah like a big party yeah, yeah so it'll be kind of like a get together kind of thing hopefully when this you've got such all nice down. oh my gosh the scenery is amazing yeah thank you guys thank you so much for coming on just having like a girl's chat about yeah. random topics um we're going to try to do this more often. I was thinking, like, next time, maybe we could do, like, dilemmas, where people maybe send us dilemmas. But I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about this idea. Um, so if people can comment back and let me know if that is a good idea. Um, and if people would, like, start sending me dilemmas on Tanji's talks. So it's T-A-N-J um, apostrophe S talks, T-A-L-K-S. Um, is there any kind of um, things you guys want to shout out? L's um, and TR, do you guys want to shout out your Instagram? Yeah, please follow me on Eliza's Canvas Boutique if you'd like any personalized frames or cards made. Yeah, and um, I've out. started a, a little venture mm-hmm. myself. It has nothing just yet, but my page is 10 Little Stars um, and it'll be personalized baby um, swaddles um, or handmade. So hopefully, just you know, if you follow me, hopefully something should be up very soon. Um, yeah. Fudge, do you want to shout out your brother? Um, well, my brother, so he's running for Cool World Children Charity. So he's raising money to run for the Olympic this this year. And um, so it's Run with Shoka, R-U-N-W-I-T-H-S-H-A-W-K-A-T. So he's helping raise money for disabled children. So please do follow him and share the share his page. We'll do, yeah.